Welcome. It's the Thursday Larry and Julia show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Yes, the calendar says it's late July. You walk outside, it feels like early October. It's just one of those weird days. Today we're at a balmy 66 degrees right now, but I'm sure things will turn around. Holly Roberts is in for Lori today. Yes, she is. Hey, lady. Um, hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Okay, so... um. Yes. Yeah. I've been having, we've got a really fun show for you guys today. We have a lot of stuff to unpack. There's a new movie that's coming out that we're just, with Glenn Close, that I'm just obsessed with called The Wife. We'll talk about that a little later this hour. Um, But the one thing, I don't know if this has happened to you guys, and Holly, probably not so much for you, but you live with your dude. Yeah. Um, And Donnie, you live with someone, but you had kids. Yeah. And um, so I have, I don't know, it's been like two weeks and- I'm always out of, in my silverware drawer, out of knives. I have like a full thing of spoons, a full thing of forks. Mm. And then I'm like always out of knives. Knives. And I don't use knives because I only use like the sharp knives every once in a while. And then I'd unload the dishwasher and then I'd put it back. And I noticed I got up to four knives. And I have 12 knives. You know, I have 12. Yeah, the set. And so I'm trying, (laughs) I mean... Do weird things go missing? I, I, I know one um, of my kids, no. both of my kids have stopped by a little bit. They don't live with me in the summer. They stay with their dad at their dad's at our old house. And um, So they're taking your knives? Just the knives. I, I'm trying <laughs> just to think the kni- What do they have against forks? What Brilliant. would you do Spoons. with the knives? I mean, but have other people do random, I just, <laughs> random things go missing. I do. Do you know when you have kids or you have like people who know your garage code or you have what? other things? I just, I, because okay. I kept thinking, okay, I couldn't drink that much. You know, what would I do with the knives? I you know, know, they're not silver. I wouldn't have melted them down. No, yeah, because okay. you're going werewolf hunting, right, Julia? Wait, and you exactly. need silver bullets. Silver bullets. I mean, that was last year. That was like, thank oh, you. You're welcome. But I'm curious <laughs> for mothers if you have anything that just absolutely goes missing and you're like, why? I mean, I really feel like why the knives and and they were nice, you know. Where the <laughs> hell are they? And they match and with the you rest ever, of the stuff. And you know how you buy like I know this isn't silverware related at all, but you know how you buy presents in advance, and then I find them after that said holiday nah. passes, and I find them somewhere else. And so I'm trying to think of where in my house would I've put the knives? I mean, we're talking eight. I cannot okay. figure out where the knives are. Did you use them for any kind of gardening? No, that's... Like, did you take, I kind of was you thinking take of that, too. I was thinking of that, too. Would I use them? No. Were you getting your Schneider out and you had to, like, pry open something? I have screwdrivers for that. I, it's the weirdest thing. It's just weird. And I, yeah. you know, and so not having the kids live with me, um, you know, they're in college, so they come home. Because home this summer. And so I'm not... you. I'm used to knowing where exactly everything is. Right. People don't touch your stuff. So now right. I feel like maybe you put them in the wrong drawer. You need, did you check all the drawers I, in the kitchen? Like maybe you put it in the junk drawer. Maybe you put it somewhere else. I would never else. do that. You would never do things like that. I mean, do you, would you ever not put your silverware in the silverware trays? No. <laughs> right. No, no, I wouldn't. No, because I know that if I don't put things in the same spot where I exactly put them every single time, then I'm going to lose them and then I'm going to freak out and then I'm going to be like, where? Uh, I know Janine. She couldn't stay with us. She wonders if, when you're, uh, you know, scraping maybe see your food into the garbage, you're throwing them away. Oh no, no, Jean, that was a good. Sure. No, but that's a good. Wow. That's a good sure. one. You're not no, accidentally that's a good throwing call. them away. No. Okay. 
That's what they thought. No, but that was a really good one. And it's it, it's not like the socks. I mean, the socks go missing. I live alone, okay? I have two socks I wear. They go in the laundry basket. They I put them in the laundry machine. I think I'm putting them in the dryer. And then only one comes out. That's natural. That happens. The socks get sucked up into the dryer. And bye, see you later. And they're never going to be seen again. It's the weirdest thing in the world. I feel, we got, but we, socks, we has find been, socks has been for the life. I but mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We know the reason why socks go missing is because it's difficult to keep a pair together. And sometimes your machine actually eats that. But I can't tell you what kind of appliance has eaten your silverware. No, I know. It's just weird. All right. Another theory from Jeannie. Okay. Ooh, Jeannie. Hi, Jeannie. Hey. Hi, Jeannie. Jeannie. Oh, Sadie? Yeah. Oh, Sadie. Hey, Sadie girl. Wasn't even close. Hi, honey. What's going on? Oh, it's Katie. So I use my knife to open up my, like, Amazon Prime boxes all the time. Oh, Oh. they could be in the garage. Or they open the box and you throw them away. They get lost in the box and tossed out. All right. That was a good, that's a good, that was, you know. Yes, that's that a good been clue. Thrown Sadie, away, Katie. Thank you, Katie. Who was Sadie? Who was Lady? <laughs> thank you for calling, Thanks, girl. Thank you. Actually, it's Katie. Yes. <laughs> yes, Katie. Katie with a K. Thanks for hanging out with us. Yes. <laughs> oh gosh, that's so funny. But that is true. Yeah, I, that is true. And I and I'm thinking the boy ordered something from Amazon that came to the uh, house. Maybe he did. And he doesn't Got have it. a. He doesn't have what? access to a box cutter. Well, he wouldn't know where it is, even go. though I have one. Okay. All, right, All right, thanks, Katie. Okay, thank you. Try to get some more here for you. All right. All right. Do other people have things that go missing, though? Weird stuff? I mean, have you lost something that you're like, where the heck did this go? You know what I lose all the time, Julia? I'm really bad at it. I lose my phone. It actually happened to me in the office, right, Donnie? He's last week. Oh, he's on the phone. But I always find it. You know where I find it, Julia? In my hand. Isn't that something? No, Where's my I'm phone? Just, no. Where's my phone? Where is it? Where I, is my phone? And you know what? I've even been talking to my sister, looking on my phone that's nestled in my cleavage in a cami top, thinking, she's like, what are you doing? Looking for my phone. It's just in nature's pocket. Don't worry about it. I mean. Right, last one. Uh, and you, you did bring this up, Julia. But okay. uh, So Chris kind of is agreeing. Maybe this is what's happening. Chris, go ahead. Hi, Chris. Hi, guys. Hi. Hey. My college age and adult kids like to take my favorite silverware and use it. So I'm thinking they're snitching it out of the house. For what? I blame it on the kids. For what? Because they like them. They work good. Oh, that's it. They're they're just a regular knife, not even a steak knife. But you're right. All right, so your college age kids are doing that? Oh, yeah. They picked out my my favorite silverware. And I said, take a couple, you know, sets of silverware, two or three, for your apartment. They picked my favorite ones. Oh, no. I didn't even think to, you know, I've got a couple different kinds. I didn't yeah. even think to say, take the crappy stuff. Right, right. But they took the good stuff. Oh, so gosh. I'm thinking, it's the kids. It's okay. the kids. It's All the right. kids. All right. You I'm know what? Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Chris. I think that she's right. I think that your sons may or may not have taken the knives. Maybe they put them in another it's just room. so weird. Yeah, they probably use them for something. And then they did just, mm-hmm. oh, it's just mom's knife. She doesn't care about those. And now you don't have any. Yeah. Now, what are you going to do that when you want to eat peanut butter? Use a spoon, right? Eat always. Or a fork. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, you know what? Thank you. Because that's, yes. that's a great way to end that. All right. We got to take a break. When we come back, I'm obsessed. I think this is the movie that we're all going to go crazy for. Um, this is My Talk 1071, Lori and Julia. Welcome back.
back, everybody. Oh, here comes the rain. Wow. Uh, yes, indeed. I just saw that. Here comes okay. the rain again. The rain. Here comes the rain. All right, so this morning I saw Glenn Close on with Hoda Kopti on the Today Show, and I was like, well, what is she promoting? And she's in this movie that I knew nothing about before today called The Wife, and it is a movie that premiered last year at the Toronto Film Festival, and it is, they're saying that this could be her Oscar. Ooh. This could be her Oscar. She's been nominated six times, yeah. but this could be the one. And basically what it is, it's the story, it's based on a Meg Wolfser um, novel that she did in 2003 called The Wife. She most recently re- wrote The Interestings. I've never read Meg. Um, no, I know a I lot of people either. who yeah. do. And one of our authors or two of our authors has said, you know, what's your last favorite book you read? The Interestings was on their list. Uh-huh. And um, it's the story about a couple and, uh, well, we'll let them tell us about it. So here she's going to talk about her character in this movie, The Wife. The woman you play is a wife and she is in the shadows. Like so many women, we've Mm -hmm. all kind of felt this Mm -hmm. way. Tell us a little bit about Joan. Yes, well, she fell in love Mm -hmm. with her professor at Smith in the 50s Mm -hmm. and they... Uh, ended up down in the village, and he was wanted to be a great writer. Mm-hmm. And from that moment on, she started supporting him in that. And I think for a lot of women, we've all done this at some point in our lives, you sort of make yourself smaller mm-hmm. so that your man feels bigger. Mm-hmm. And I was when I was watching this, I, I was feeling a lot of those emotions. So she was trying so hard mm-hmm. to keep him up. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah. And tell me about their dynamic, because there are so many surprises. And the, the reason I'm tiptoeing through this is because I don't want to give anything right, away. Right. You really want it revealed as you yeah. watch it. But there are lots of lots well, of surprising Well, I had a great twists. partner in Jonathan Price, oh. who is one of the great actors alive today. And it just, it, it actually ended up being an incredibly real, incredibly intimate uh, portrait of a marriage. Uh-huh. Thing. And and all the power plays, the what's not said, you know, and compromises made, and then the cost of that. Mm. Oh, well, this sounds fascinating. It's so good. It, it starts. We posted the trailer mm-hmm. on the Lori and Julia show page. It's so good, and it's basically it starts out with, um, you know, her husband, who Jonathan Price plays. His name is Joe in the movie getting a phone call that he won a Pulitzer Prize. Yeah. And he has her pick up the other line. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the story unfolds when they're flying to Stockholm to get the um, Nobel Peace, the Nobel Prize. In literature, um, for literature. Yeah. And, um, and just kind of there's this reporter and huge fan that starts questioning her and wants to get to him and he won't give him any access. And then it talks about her and it kind of peels back some layers and what she has put aside for him. And it's all kind of... After years and years, it's like coming to an head. Ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she talked about this, um, you know, it's a different generation, mm-hmm. you know, that she grew up in and, you know, that our parents grew up in. And some of my, you know, a lot of people are still, you know, at-home moms or at-home dads or, you know, one of you forgoes your career for the best of the family kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yes. yes. Which sure. is a hard decision, but a good decision for the right people and the right families. I've got a lot of friends who've done this. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, she went on to say that this wasn't foreign to her, this character, because she's part of her mother's generation. She said, I certainly saw her being totally differential to my dad. 
And then she was in her late 80s and she'd say, I feel like I've accomplished nothing in my life. And she said, looking back, it's so tragic because she was such an amazing, gifted woman. Glenn Close is talking about her mom. She just didn't have the toolbox to strike out on her own. I mean, isn't that true? But think about that. So Joan and Joan... In this movie, the wife, she talks about being at Smith and then marrying her professor and then literally not having the toolbox. Think about like women couldn't even get credit cards on their own until the 1970s. So they literally did not have the tools to strike out on their own. Right. And the dynamic, I mean, it just of being and she puts up with a lot of things in the marriage. You know, I think he has dalliances. I think he was married when she was his student. Right. Um, So there's some of that. and, And it's an open secret kind of thing. It's just she just is so compelling on screen mm-hmm. that I just, Always. <laughs> and I've missed her. The last thing I really felt like I saw her in was damages. And she was so oh, yes. good on that yes. show damages. Yes. She was so good. So, and this is the next cut, which is, I think a lot of people didn't know. What was great is there are obviously flashbacks to when you are, you are younger. And mm-hmm. that role is played by your, your daughter, Annie, who was, Equally as incredible. What was that like, I mean, working on a project with her? Well, I didn't. Actually, I got out of town when she was filming oh, all did? of that. Oh, yeah. Is I that didn't. on purpose? Or? On purpose, absolutely. That was her her deal. So I we shot that, that part in Glasgow, and uh, I went up into the Highlands. <laughs> now, if you had your way, would you have been there to watch to see how she was doing? Uh, no, I mean, because, you know, I... I, uh, I she, she, I have huge, huge, she, she, she's naturally talented. She is, by the she way. She has a great talent. And yeah. I just thought, you know, it's between her and the director and Harry Lloyd. And you don't want your mom around, right? <laughs> Does she ask you for advice? Does she say, mom, should, no. No, we, well, we sat around the table yeah. for a week. Hey, it's Mike. And I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy. And with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Really, really working on those characters. Mm-hmm. And of course, Annie was the one who had established Joan. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's certain things about Joan, her shyness, her um, determination to do what what would fulfill her um and so she it was her responsibility to do that oh and she i mean it's just so crazy that her daughter how perfect plays her in flashbacks she doesn't i'm looking at her name is ann stark 
and she kind of looks like her not a lot. And just for another mm-hmm. little off, mm-hmm. the guy that plays her husband in this movie, it, Jonathan Price, he played the high sparrow, the high priest in Game of Thrones. Right. Yes. So he was involved when shame. Oh, yes. And he was a deviant priest. And he's actor. a great character. Glenn, yeah. uh, Gary Glenn Ross, he's in Taboo recently. And I think that's just kind of cool, but her daughter's absolutely beautiful. She is. It's stunning, she's, yes. She's beautiful. And nice to know that, hey, I'm just mom, and I'm going to get out of your way. Oh, yeah. I and don't want to be hovering. Are you going to do a good job? Yeah. I thought that's kind of cool, too. Yeah. So here she just talks about, because she has massive Oscar buzz for this role. When you hear something, like you put this project out there into the universe, and then all of a sudden you hear Oscar buzz. I mean, you've been nominated six times for an Oscar. When you hear Oscar buzz, does it excite you? Or are you like, don't tell me, I don't want to know? Or It excites me, and then, and then I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be doing a new play down at the public theater um, and be wonderfully distracted <laughs> for the next like- six months. Can she you does, uh, name any of her Oscar-nominated roles? I bet Holly Oh, could. Fatal Attraction. Yeah, That's Fatal one. Attraction. Um, very good. Fatal Attraction. In, de- in, in Dangerous. What Dangerous is Dangerous Liaisons. Yes. yes, very good. That's two. Yes. Um, Albert Knobs. That's three. Oh, I've never seen that. That's really good. That's, That's the one where she pretends to be, a, or a she man. is a butler. And oh, then she I've never seen that. dresses as a man. man. Yeah, yes. That's very good. True story, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, the others were... The World According to Garp. Uh, oh, throw it back. Like yeah. Oh, I grew You didn't like that? <laughs> no. What is that? Who wrote those books again? Cider uh, House Rules. Uh, Who was that? Uh, I don't know. What's that? Right? John, John, John Irving. John Irving. No. John yeah, Irving, John Irving. Yeah. Why uh, wasn't two? that a trivia question? Lori would have gotten it. <laughs> yeah. All right. The other two were The Big Chill. Okay. Oh, yeah. And The Natural. Oh, I love the Natural with Robert nominations. Redford. She didn't, she, she's never won. She's just been nominated. Wow. Well, and this I, could be kind of a Lifetime Achievement Award for her then. Yeah. Right. Sometimes the Oscars like to do that. Well, mm. I'm really excited about seeing it, this. It, I love it, her. Out of the 10 people that have reviewed it on Rotten Tomatoes, it got 100%. <laughs> All right, all but 10. Also in the movies, Christian Slater, Max Irons, um, Elizabeth McGovern, who was, you know, in Downton Abbey. Lady Crawley. Yes. So I just think that sounds good. When we come back, we're going to be talking with um, Brian Barron about all things um, beauty because he is from Don't Go to the Beauty Counter Without Me. But we'll hear more. This is going viral in a big way. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. What's this? What's the latest? Trending online this afternoon would be Michelle Williams. The actress got married to indie rock musician Phil Elverum this summer. And this is the first we know about their relationship because Williams kept it pretty quiet. Also trending online this afternoon, it's National Intern Day. And also trending would be Ryan Reynolds. According to Deadline.com, Ryan Reynolds is producing and potentially starring in a reimagining of the classic film Home Alone, except this time it would be called Stoned Alone. <laughs> yeah, I'll get it. that, yeah. Uh, also, Facebook trending this afternoon because apparently the social media site won't allow a tourist board in Belgium to advertise for a Peter Paul Rubens exhibition. Now, Rubens was one of the most influential painters of the 17th century, known for paintings of nude adults and cherubs, etc. Well, apparently, those nude paintings, uh, the Facebook censors want nothing to do with them. Oh, good lord. I know. No, all right. 
That's what's trending here on my talk. All right, thank you, Holly. Uh, we've got some isolated showers moving through the area, but then things should clear up. And another chilly, unexpectedly chilly night tonight for late July 56. Just for the night. For the night. Just for the night. For the night. Just for the night. All right, thanks for hanging out with us today. We are delighted to have um, Brian Barron, who is the Director of Skin Care Research at... Uh, Beautypedia, Cosmetica, Paula's Choice, everything involved. Welcome back, Brian. Hi, Brian. Hello, hello, ladies. Hi, nice to hear from you today. You know, I was just wondering, because I just went to beautypedia.com, and, you know, Paula Begon, who started doing, you know, Don't Go to the Cosmetic Counter Without Me, and she used to be on our show, and she's just gotten so darn big. Um, you guys have, have always done, you know, in sense of research on all products and tell people what's good, what's bad, what can you buy in the drugstore, what should you really go for as far as the pricing goes. How right. how are you different? Because I'm just on Beautypedia right now and it says how do we how we review sets us apart from anybody else. Right. So well the the I am not I am not as actively involved with Beautypedia as I as I used to be. But okay. Team, but the team behind that site adheres to the same standards that that we established years ago, and that's we do not make we do not review products and share our personal experience with them. Right. What I personally think about how a moisturizer works on my skin may be a completely different way than you experience it. There's just way too many variables. And that information can be helpful to a point, but in today's online world, you can find people sharing their experience sure. with, with products all over the place. Mm-hmm. So what we do is we, we establish a criteria where we take a look at the ingredients versus the claims and then compare that to what the published scientific research has shown is truly possible. Perfect. Wow. Okay. And that's why I just think it's just such a great cosmeticcop.com, Beautypedia, and of course, Paula's Choice for yes. all the great products that she has now developed. Um, so they, today we're going to talk about some some fun things, but um, talk about back acne. Okay. So this fun. is fun. I know. This is fun. <laughs> yeah. First of all, what do you do if you're all alone and who gets at it? But talk to us, <laughs> talk to us about your thoughts on, you know, different products with back acne. These are summer so, situations yeah. we're talking about. Yeah, as far as like, you know, we I know we were kind of brainstorming and thinking like, okay, well, so we're talking about some, back knee is obviously more of a problem um, in terms of exposure in the summer when you're wearing, you know, less clothing and more revealing clothing. Sure. Uh, not you know, A bathing suit would be a great example. Right. So the, the key thing to remember about back acne is that it can be more stubborn than the acne you get on your face, but what you use to treat acne on the back does not need to differ from what you would get to to take care of acne on the face. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, there aren't... So, for example, the two gold standard over-the-counter options supported by the research are benzoyl peroxide, which is the topical disinfectant that kills acne-causing bacteria, and salicylic acid, which uh, has some antibacterial action, but what salicylic acid does so well is that it exfoliates, cuts through oil, and can reduce inflammation. Acne, no matter where it shows up on the body, is an inflammatory disorder, and salicylic acid is chemically related to aspirin, 
And aspirin is perhaps the best-known oral anti-inflammatory that people around the world take. So one of the things that makes treating acne on the back difficult is just trying to reach it. Right, right. I mean, you know, there's no problem putting products on your face, but when it comes to putting something on your back, how do you make sure that you're really covered? And I knew that within the Paula's Choice line, we have our clear acne body spray, which is... Oh, um, you do? Yes. It's it's in a container that you can spray from any angle. It's alcohol and irritant-free and contains 2% salicylic acid. I looked to try to find another spray-on product for acne, and although they're out there, and some of them even contain salicylic acid, all of the other ones had problematic ingredients like alcohol, um, a lot of fragrance, or one of them even had acetone. Hmm. Nail polish remover. Wow. So is this something that you would apply before you go to bed, or is this something you put on during the day? How would you apply this? So because, again, going back to the fact that back acne can be more stubborn, you'd want to put this on twice per day. And then what I would suggest doing at night is putting on a benzoyl peroxide product afterwards. And um, at the drugstore, there's one from Clearfill that I like. It's it's called uh, the Clear Acne Treatment Cream. It has 10% benzoyl peroxide, which is the maximum amount you can get over the counter. The only thing to be aware of with benzoyl peroxide, when you put it on your back before going to bed, and granted, this isn't a spray, so you're just going to kind of have to reach back there and put it in or have your significant other help. Right. You know. I love the idea of a spray because I sometimes buy spray lotions so I can get my back. It's hard to get get it. There's spray self-tanners. I've seen uh, even uh, Aquaphor came out with a spray-on ointment, uh, which is fantastic. Oh, that's great. Um, But anyway, uh, the the one thing to keep in mind with benzoyl peroxide and applying it at night is that it can bleach fabrics and bed linens. After you put it on, put on an old T-shirt that you don't mind getting stained so you don't wake up in the morning, you know, and are, are upset that you're new Pottery barn sheets are all <laughs> okay. Yep, exactly. I believe it. Okay, so let's talk about folliculitis, inflamed <laughs> bumps on your legs that would happen in the summer. Yes, so uh, folliculitis. Thank you. And uh, folliculitis can have a bacterial cause. It can be caused by some yeasts and fungi. There's a whole range of, of that. That's one of the reasons it's so common. Is it and common? Look, okay. So what would yeah. they look? What would it look like on a on an average so, leg with just an average folliculitis happening? So um, a folliculitis um, is is um, an inflammation of the hair follicle. Oh. So, all of so what you would see on your leg is when you you would see uh, where the hair follicle is, you see like a little red or pink ring around it. Uh-huh. Okay. And if it goes deeper into skin, the um, the follicle can become more inflamed, and you may actually start seeing raised red pimples at the opening of the follicle. And as those bumps brush against clothing, they can they can get irritated and start to itch. Oh my gosh, I've never even heard, is this, and this is different than an ingrown hair? It is different than an ingrown hair, okay. yeah. Ingrown hairs have to do with how the hair itself grows, and uh, and it can dig back into the skin, sure. and it's much, more, it's much more common in areas where we have curly hair, if you have naturally curly or right. wavy hair. Like your pubes mm-hmm. or something. You know, yep. Like that. Okay. Yep. Okay. All right, so what do we do about these inflamed red bumps on our legs? So, 
the 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 quick over the counter solution. You do not need to necessarily use an antibacterial soap, a regular soap or body wash, whatever you whatever you, whatever you prefer is fine. Um, after you cleanse, you can apply really any of the topical antifungal or anti uh, yeast infection type medications out there. So your Lamisil, Monistat. Um, what is the other one? Uh, uh, you're I just going to slather that monostat right on your legs. Yep. Wow. Okay. Yep. And give it give it about give it about seven days, and if you do not see an improvement, okay, you can there's you can the reason we have so many different active ingredients for these types of infections is because it, it can depend on the, what kind you have in terms of what's going to get you the best response, and the problem is. The, the average consumer can't know that. You need to go see your doctor and actually get a, have your skin tested to sure. determine what the source is. So because that's more expensive and a hassle for most people, it makes more sense to spend, you know, 7 to 10 bucks on, on a couple of these creams. And you can get the generic store brand, you know, the Walgreens brand, the Rite Aid brand. Yep. It's the, it's the active ingredient you want. The base isn't as important. All right, cool. All right, now we want to talk about um, keratosis pilaris, which are the red bumps on your arms mm. that you get in the uh, summer. Yes, yes. Yes, this is this is another major summer concern, especially for women who get this on their arms. Men can get it too, but... In terms of women's fashions, women have a lot more sleeveless tops and sleeveless options than than men get. We're running out of time, so we got to get at it. All right. So what you need to do to treat this is use a leave-on product with salicylic acid. That's probably the best over-the-counter option. They are kind of few and far between. I like one from Dermadoctor, which is a dermatologist line. It's called KP Duty, Dermatologist Formulated and Moisturizing Therapy for Dry Skin. I love Aveeno's Daily Moisturizing Body Wash, not because it fights KP, but because it's a super gentle body wash. And if you use harsh body washes or soaps, that will make those bumps worse. They cannot be scrubbed away. It's okay. essentially a small, tiny, clogged hair follicle. So no oh, that's what it is. Okay. And, it, yep. okay, and then uh, just really quickly, um, if, you have, um, if you have sunburn, what do you recommend putting on it? The best thing that you can put on a sunburn would be cool compresses uh, or just a plain aloe gel. Unless you happen to have a well-formulated uh, lightweight serum or toner-type product that has a lot of ceramides and soothing plant extract. The key thing, though, is nothing thick or heavy until the burn itself has gone away. Okay. All right. Now I have one more question for you. What about if you have, like, ingrown, like, um, oil, like your... Um your pores are going into oil things. So you're, you're seeing too much oil? Right. Like you're getting a bump and it, they call it like it's like your pore can't breathe and it, you get a bump instead on your forehead or something. Oh, like a, a milia or yes. a whitehead? Yeah. Um, salicylic acid over, over the counter can be great for that. We, we have a product um, in the Paula's Choice line called BHA9, which is a 9% salicylic acid spot treatment. Okay. That's a personal favorite of mine for when those bumps pop up on my face. But I will, you, your, your listeners need to know that those bumps can be stubborn, and oftentimes they require a dermatologist to lance and drain them, and that sounds gross. It sounds oh, yeah. like a hemorrhoid. 
It's a quick fix, and then you can use an over-the-counter uh, lower-strength salicylic acid exfoliant to keep them from coming back. You're awesome. Oh. Thank you so much, Brian. Thank you, Brian. Um, you're welcome, ladies. You're, Have a great rest of your week. We could keep you. talking to you. You're a wealth of information. So thank you so much for your time today. And, Donnie, are we going to post all these? Yeah, absolutely. All right, great. All right. So we'll post it so people can have those things and take care all right so when we come back oh when you're on hold i want to know if this is as irritating to you as it is to the 35 people that sound signed the global Holy scientific segment with Brian. He's so smart. Yes, beep, beep, beep. I know, yeah, but benzoyl peroxide and salicylic acid. Yes. Zits. And wow. And antifungal cream for, for your, your folliculitis. Bu- yep. Your red the- bumps on your uh, legs and on your upper body. Use Don't use soap to wash those bumps away. They're not going to go away. No, don't exfoliate them either. Okay, so I get my prescriptions through CVS. Oh, yes. Yeah, me too. As, oh, do you? As yeah. do I. Okay, <laughs> yes. so, we, so we all have maybe been on hold with the pharmacy every once in a while. Yeah. So yeah. they play something different than most people that put you on hold. And uh, here's a little story about it. It's big debate. CVS hold music, <laughs> annoying or soothing. That's right. So forget what color is the dress. Forget Laurel or Yanni. This is now what we have to talk about. Is the CVS hold music soothing or enraging, even some people say. One person calls it the background music that plays in my nightmares. Another says it's one of the most beautiful piano pieces I've ever heard. And now there's a petition. Pharmacy, press three. Dr. Steve Schlossman estimates he's heard this song over 20,000 times. It's the CVS hold music now sparking a nationwide debate. It's soothing the first 25 or 30 times you hear it. I don't find it that soothing the 300 millionth time. But not everyone hates it. Pianist and pharmacist Mark Mockham has to listen to the song all the time, but is still a big fan. It's actually a very nice tune. At least you know that you're still on the phone. And CBS must like the music because they've been using the same hold song at every location for the past 18 years. The pharmacy says they've kept the music due to positive customer feedback, but many longtime listeners are hoping for a change. There's even a petition on change.org urging the company to pick a new song. So that petition now has about 35 signatures last time checked, but many more people are commenting online. 35 signatures on the petition, but the YouTube videos on this three five. Three, not, not 35, three five. That is correct. Wow. Yes. But you have to read the comments on it's the YouTube videos way. about this song. All these people creating their own cover versions of the song, and the comments are hilarious. They range from the song is hypnotizing, deeply moving, and somewhat existentialist, to someone saying it sounds like Grandpa put a cassette recorder in the piano during a second grade recital. Some better alternatives suggested are a collection of Scandinavian thrash metal or nature sounds of whales mating. <laughs> You know, it is so, because it sounds so muted. Yes. Yeah, and scratchy. Yeah, and scratchy and, and yeah. loud. I mean, even if you turn on your volume, it's so muted. I but, tried to find out some information about this song. And right? It's not as easy as you think. Yeah. So I was looking through the internet and I came across this message from a, from a, it was from a question and answer board. It says, I work for Vertical Communications, the company that makes CVS's phone systems. 
The piece is called Golden Dragon, but it is not the work of the same name by another composer named Carl King. It's not his Golden Dragon. Unfortunately, I do not know the writer or performer. We bought the piece many years ago, as we've heard, uh, from a company that sells, believe it or not, a company that sells on-hold music. Nice! Well, sure. No, yeah. yeah, they used to have those, you <laughs> yeah. know, music. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of funny, because sometimes when you're on hold and there's nothing... And you wonder, oh my gosh, have, did they hang up on me? Yeah. You know, some places don't do something, so it's kind of right. like... yeah. It's re- it's supposed to be reassuring, but I think the issue is with this music, when you call the pharmacy, more often than not, maybe you're in a stressful situation, you're trying to get something it's, done it's, at the last it's a, minute. It sounds like it's off, like you're not listening to it clearly, and it's annoying. Yeah, and then it's annoying because yeah. the, the, the fact that you're even calling is annoying you in the first place, so you're like, oh gosh, could you just turn off the piano? It Please. sounds like that Victor Borga guy, remember they used oh, to sure, sell yeah. his oh, yeah. things yeah. on yeah. Time Life Music? Yeah, That's oh, what yeah. it reminds yeah. me of. It, it just oh, is, is crazy, so ah. I I just thought that was funny. Okay, so um, there is a formula, and um, their researchers did a study and studied 6,147 film scripts to figure out which film scripts were the most financially successful. And of these different, there's six, they found that there's basically six different emotional clusters that are used in film yes the first one is rags to riches which is an ongoing emotional rise think shawshank redemption groundhog day the nightmare before christmas i watch shawshank redemption always i love that movie basic cable classic julia Mm -hmm. basic cable classic The, the next one emotional cluster is rags to riches an ongoing emotional fall like psycho love story toy story three i don't remember that but when everything just keeps going and down, 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 I, yes. those give me anxiety. I can't watch those. Well, love story, Ryan, Ryan O'Neill. Yeah. It's super sad. Mm-hmm. Man in the Hole is another emotional arc. It's a fall followed by a rise. And we're talking about scripts, kind of some themes that yeah, are I get it. through scripts. Okay. There's The Godfather, The Departed, Blade Runner. I think those are work. The next one... Um, I can't pronounce the Icarus. word. Mm-hmm. Icarus. Oh, I know what that is. Which mm-hmm. is a rise followed by a fall right. on the waterfront, Mary Poppins. The next one is rise, fall, rise, Cinderella. They call it the Cinderella, Rushmore, Babe, Spider-Man. And then the um, last one is fall, rise, fall, which is like as good as it gets, Little Mermaid. But out of all of that, they figured out that the best one that sells the most is what, Holly? It's the man in the hole. So you're going to want to, if you want to make money, Julia, we're going we're gonna to take Hollywood by storm. I mean, Harvey Weinstein's out. Nothing to stop us. So that means a fall followed by a rise. And they put the Godfather okay. in that category, I assume because it's the fall of Vito. Yes. And then the rise of Michael and Michael ascends to power and then he okay. becomes the All godfather right. himself. Yeah. And that's yeah. the most satisfying. Mm. And, and and other ones, I'm trying to think of, of other movies that are like, you know, the godfather type scenario. Well, they say the departed or blade runner. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's man in a hole. They call it a fall followed by a rise. But isn't that kind of crazy? So if you want to do this, if you want to get writing your screenplay, do a man in the hole one. And then they did the calculations of how much this movie's probably going to cost you just around $40 million. And then they earn $54.9 million on average when they put these all through the algorithm, meaning you're going to get about $15 million profit. There you go. Yeah. That's not bad at all. Uh-uh. So let's get writing, Julia. All right. What's our log line? What's our tag? Let's get going. I want to get rich. <laughs> Right now. I want to be Well, rich. speaking of rich, 
<laughs> Mark Zuckerberg lost $120 billion for Facebook in two hours. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. And, uh-huh. and I'm not really particularly feeling sad that Mark Zuckerberg uh, you know, lost all that money. Fine. I think I he'll be fine. Yeah. I think Facebook will be fine. Yes, you they know. will. Yeah. Can you even imagine? <laughs> yeah. No, I lose $2 from when I go to the laundromat and I freak the heck out. <laughs> those are my problems. Well, that's because it's in quarters. Exactly. <laughs> and those are hard to come by. I know. I can understand it. Okay, when we come back, we're going to try something new. Oh, dear. Stick with us. Little family feud coming up. Oh. Survey says... As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever, so you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners, social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do, so every project gets finished quicker. Make sure your writing is free of mistakes with Grammarly's free, comprehensive writing suggestions and get an instant take on how your message comes across with the free tone detector. Let Grammarly Premium's sentence clarity rewrites help you find the perfect words on the first try. You'll be confident writing client emails, deadline-driven reports, and presentations without staying late at the office. Get more time back in your day by writing with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com podcasts to sign up for a free account. Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com slash podcasts.